everyone, welcome to our, what is it, character what? profile of <laughs> right. Summer Spellman. <laughs> oh my god. We have, we have got a special this. guest in with us today, haven't we? I didn't know when he was going to be making an appearance, but um, yeah, we do have uh, we do have Summer's Robot here as, yeah, a, we as do. a special guest on today's podcast. But joining Summer's Robot, there is me, Michael. Yeah, me, Gemma. And uh, how are you doing, everybody? I am Summer's Robot. I have a feat of engineering. Yeah. It's going to be one of those episodes. We kind of decided that out of all the characters that have been in it for a semi-long-ish time, yeah. Summer's Robot, not... <laughs> summer, Summer. Summer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer's Robot. It was a character that we, we haven't we haven't profiled because she's been on the show for like six odd years or so. And um, not all of those times have been kind of as full on as we've got at the moment. But, um, what a load of barbies. No, it's not. It's, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been fair, you know, fair to middling, I would say. Not necessarily the most popular character at the moment, but we thought that we would um, have a look at her good times and not so good times. And it's just fair, really, that we, we do a Let's character profile. Let's move on to the next story. Let's chat up. Gemma is, in, <laughs> is helping program to Summer's Robot today, aren't you? It's nothing to do with me, but... um. No, I've I've not. I I've only just given it my sarcastic sense of humour. <laughs> right. So we're talking about Summer today. Summer, summer, summer Spellman. She was we're born gonna, on the 29th I'm of sure August. I'm sure that Summer's robot will stay fairly quiet during this. 2004. <laughs> her parents. She's, she's got, got like five. Pa- she's got a million parents. She's we got her, she's got a natural birth parents, and nobody even knows who they are. Which um, is so a story for another exactly, day. Exactly. Ripe for a comeback. There. Mm-hmm. We got we got Drew Spellman, yes. um, who was the the adoptive father we met at the beginning of summer's time on the show um and charlie who was another father partner of drew back in the early days it didn't last too long is he dead um or is he just an the, we will find out okay. we'll find out where charlie and then, is i think he's just gone so he could come back as well and then also kind of three gay dads at the moment so i'm counting at least one two three four five six seven parents for summer very modern it is very modern it is very modern very coronation street that that is she first appeared on the 16th of june 2017 and she has been in 426 episodes as of last friday and she was played by matilda freeman between the 2017 to 2009 uh 2020 sorry and harriet bibby 2020 to present. I prefer the old summer. Well, this is... That's exa- a matter of opinion. That is a matter of opinion. I'm sure it's opinion that we will be um, discussing in today's episode. Um, but yeah, we're going we're gonna to go cover both summers, really. And then just... Um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what we see what we come up with. So, are you ready for some of that? Shut up, Michael. Okay, okay. Right, character was created under Kate <sighs> Oates' tenure. I shouldn't producer, have given you control. And I? she, well, the story was confirmed at a press event on the 25th of May 2017. And uh, originally, they wanted Summer to be mixed race. But then they they um, cast Matilda Freeman and they went, nah. She'll she'll do. She's pretty good. She'll do. She's been acting since the age of 12. She's been in a number of short films and some TV, including an episode of Doctors. And she auditioned for the part with Daniel Brocklebank. Yes, they they did an audition scene where she was she and Billy were debating the existence of God, which is like one of her very earliest scenes on the show. And um, Brocklebank, Dan Brocklebank, said that he did screen tests with five different actresses and immediately knew that Harriet, sorry, Matilda Freeman, I'm going to get them mixed up, Matilda Freeman was the one. He says, with a lot of child actors, you have to drive the scene yourself, whereas with Matilda, you can throw stuff at her and she runs with it. And Kate Oates said the character was based on Lisa Simpson. I like this. Because uh, she originally envisioned her. Now, let let me know whether you think that this is continued into current times. She envisions the character as being quite quick-witted, 
very, very clever, quite sarcastic in ways, but quite emotional. See, I can definitely see, looking back at how Summer came into the show, Lisa Simpson was a definite influence there. And it's different, I mean, as we kind of go through and look over what she's been doing over the years, maybe we'll keep that in mind and see whether she strays away from that at all. But I mean, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because Lisa is, you know, perennially eight. We've seen a few um, looking yeah, at the future true. episodes. So it's hard to know exactly what Lisa Simpson would be getting up to at the age of uh, 17, 18, whether she'd be flunking out of her exams or and, you know, selling babies and all that lot. But I don't know. I, I think that that was definitely... Um, I, I, she's, she's like, you know, definitely a kind of Lisa Simpson, Hermione-esque sort of character, wasn't she? And I quite liked that about Summer when she came into the show, because generally, teens aren't like that, are they, on Corrie? No, no, but I think more recently they have been. Little bit more, actually. We've, we've got, you know, Asher is a bit of a swat and a bookworm, isn't she? Yeah. Um, I mean, I would, you know, even Nina, she didn't continue her education, but she's very, um... She's got that kind of sensitive streak, hasn't she? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, maybe maybe gone are the days of the wild child. I mean, I suppose uh, we've got hope point out, hope right? coming up to, to teenage years now. Amy's the only one who actually seems to be doing any studying at university. So. <laughs> that's true. Um, no, okay, maybe. I, right. I think that I think that summer in particular was especially you know, outstandingly clever, wasn't she? And she yeah. was very kind of sensitive and, and and not at all out there. She was kind of shy. And I don't know whether, you know, I think some of that was for part of her delivery, part of the way that she was written. Um, but it really, you know, straight away, she was a character that when she came onto the street, I was like, ah, oh, I, I like that they're doing something a little bit different there. So um, let's take a look back over Summer's... Shut up, Michael. Let's... <laughs> I, I didn't do that. What are you looking at me for? Let, I was literally wanting to move on. Are you going to talk about on. the origin of Summer? I'd like to, if Summer's robot would let me. So Summer is was born in 2004 and adopted by Charlie and Drew Spellman. Okay? So Billy, who was an ex-boyfriend of Drew's, was made her godfather. So Billy never, was, never accept that role. Billy was Look part of Summer's life right from the very, very beginning. I mean, I don't know how well Billy did in raising her up um, with, you know, core Christian beliefs and uh, turning her away from the devil and things like that. He must have um, had his yeah, eye off the ball She's not like been bit. drawing pentagrams on things, so it's 50-50. She's not, she's not, but... Drew's um, estranged from his strict exactly Christian parents, so Summer just doesn't grow up knowing them. And Summer and Drew are very close as she grows older. Yes, yes. Um, but Charlie can't cope with it. In 2005, he walks out on both of them. Yes. Um, so I, I, I say, I, I'm assuuming that Charlie is a he. You know, it must... Is Charlie a he? Wow, well, yeah. Drew was gay. Oh, yeah, gay. definitely, definitely. See, see, I don't even know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> Drew, was, Drew was gay, so... Um, yeah, so he, his, he, he was disowned because he was gay. Drew's parents were Geraldine and Angus Spellman. And yes. um, I think if you were, if you were watching Corey back in 2017, 18, you'll definitely remember Granny Evil Spellman. Granny Spellman. Um, who was ever so homophobic and, yeah. um, and, and definitely a force to be reckoned with and a real kind of um, nasty piece of work, really, wasn't she? She reminds me of Aunt Petunia. Yeah, she is a bit... Uh, yeah, if we're keeping the Harry Potter references. Yeah, why not? Hawaiian. Yeah, she... And um, obviously, Billy is, I don't know, James Potter. Do you reckon? Uh, no. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, um, that, that was kind of Summer's me... backstory before going into the show. So, what has Summer been doing up next? So, 
2017. Sad times for Drew because he is told he has got me a month to live when it's found that his brain and lungs are riddled no. with tumours. Like so he, he seeks out Billy and he's like, right, First well, of Charlie's all, left like... me. My mum's a cow. Yeah. Can you look after my daughter, please? I mean, you, it's your job because you're the godfather. And I'd also be like, can you talk to... He's serious Black then, isn't he? What, Billy? Yeah. He's going to... Well, he would be if... Well, let's, uh, let's not talk about spoilers. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, if he's I like, was Drew, a... I'd be like, I need you... First of all, first of all, most important thing, I need a good word with him upstairs because I'm going to be meeting him soon. I want him to know who I am. Yeah. Otherwise yeah. it'd be awkward. <laughs> so Billy's not too sure about this at the moment because he's going out with Todd at the time who does not want to be a parent whatsoever. But um, they change their minds a little bit once they meet her and they think, oh, who could say who could say no to a little squirt like that? What a little cutie it's she like is. It's like going to the dog adoption centre and being like, oh, all right then. Yeah, go on. I only went there to, you know, because it was an open I day and they were giving out free ice cream. I went there to drop off these cream. old duvets. <laughs> so one day... Sad Drew time. Just Drew just drops dead. Summer's spending the day with Billy and Todd, and um, and she's immediately taken. She just sat up, broke wind, and died. <laughs> yeah, it was probably like that. We didn't actually see what happened to to, to Drew's and his actual deathbed. Very summer trouble. Anyway, Summer is yeah, he's taken. She's taken away to Granny Spellman to live, um, because although. Drew has kind of asked for Billy But it was a to... gentleman's agreement rather than he yeah. didn't seem to have done any paperwork. Apparently not, apparently not. So she's there living with Geraldine and Angus Spellman, mega unhappy because of how uptight and just kind of old-fashioned and... And very religious. Yeah, they homophobic. are. Homophobic. So they they tell they tell um, Billy that and Todd that they are not allowed any contact with Summer whatsoever, but Summer and Todd's paths cross one day when she visits... Barlow Legal Services because she wants them to help her sue the hospital for negligence of Drew. So right from the start, she was, you know, I don't know whether she's a bit of a pain in the bum. I don't know whether she's still got that, you know, stick it to the man kind of attitude these days, has she? She's kind of got so many problems of her own that she hasn't got the time to deal with anybody else's. But yeah, she she wanted some kind of... um, some payback. Some reckoning. Yeah. And, and this didn't really um, sit particularly right with the, with the characters on the street because, as we know, we have a lovely NHS that we don't sue, do we? No, we don't Summer. sue them. Summer. So Billy and Todd hear about what a rotten life Summer is having and they decide that uh, they're going to get her and have her live with them. So they go and visit the Spellman's house. And uh, this was a great scene when Angus... Um, Grandfather Spellman stands up to his horrible wife by saying, Waha, I have Drew's will. This was made three days before he died. So they did have the paperwork. And that says that um, I want Summer to live with Billy. So. And then they go either end of the living room and they yeah. say, Well, let Summer decide. And they go, Summer, Summer, come here, come here, come here. And Granny Spellman's like, going, Don't go to the gays. <laughs> come over here now. And, uh, it wasn't difficult for Summer to pick. No, she goes and lives with Billy. And she's been living with them ever since, pretty much. So she moves into the flat above the florist with I, them. I just want to say, I think what? Grandad Spellman would just really hated having Summer around. Because why would you why would you cross your, your evil wife in such a public way? He's probably going to get beaten I think he's, just, he's just like one of these ultimate Corrie hen-pecked husbands that live under the thumb for like 50 years together. And then eventually he stands... I don't he, even know he what stands... a hen-pecked husband is. Shut up, Michael. 
<laughs> yes, yes, darling, yes, darling. Sorry. Honey. Um, so um, they're they're moving it. There she is, and now a resident of Rosamond Street, and um, they have a little bonding session together over robot building because apparently Summer really likes building robots. Now, Gemma, you always had a bit of a problem with Summer's. Um, her, her penchant for robot building, didn't you? I am Summer's robot. I am a feat of engineering. Just, yeah, and who well, can she's not. It? it wasn't, was it? Sorry, sorry, Summer's robot, but you were just a statue of a robot, and I said this a million times. <laughs> Don't tell Summer's robot that. It really bothered me because this is a generation of children who are being taught things like computer programming in school, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. And and in theory, she should. She's got all the stuff that she needs to be able to actually build actual robots. And what she do? She made. He's not happy with really, Gemma. She made a, a stupid statue of a robot. <laughs> she just. She's that's completely an, hollow. She's an artist, not a scientist. Well, then don't what say can it's I a robot. Say? Well, what would you call? Why not? Statue of a robot. She, she, her house is littered with them, but this particular robot that they they bonded over in the first scene is the one that's gone down. In our good books. It's just the way everyone... Patch- it's not even that. It's the way everyone acts like she's some kind of genius because she makes a, makes robots. She doesn't. She's just like... It's like making Tracy Island out of, out of fairy liquid. <laughs> you haven't made you what, an island. Diane Louise Jordan and Anthea Turner made quite, a, quite launch, a pretty penny out of doing that. You can't launch, launch a spaceship from it, though, can you? <laughs> Well, I mean, she she hasn't gone into robotics, let's be fair. She did. She? At one point they said that she was on the robotics team. She wants to join the robotics team or something. I'm like... Oh, did they? God, they're going to kick her out in five minutes. <laughs> they realise. She's going to turn out and be like, right, I've got, a de- I've got a really cool antenna to go on the top. And they'll be like, well, what kind of what, what kind of receiver is it? And she'll be like, uh, it's made of wire. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine them doing like a robot wars and then they put them in the arena and this and this mega robot with a chainsaw and yeah. big caterpillar tracks like and everything trundles in. Summer's robot in because <laughs> it's the only way it can move by rolling from side to side. It doesn't even have working legs. You are so mean to Summer's robot, Jabba. It's sentient, honestly. So anyway, so they, they have a lovely time building. Like, I did it. Do it of it. Any of what? Um, being a robot. <laughs> he doesn't know Asimov's rules of robotics, for sure. Um, so anyway, Tracy decides Amy needs to be friend with this summer. She's genius and everything. But they don't gel straight away because clearly they have nothing in common. I, don't, I can't really remember. Like, Are they the eight... same age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the same age they at school, They do not they? seem the same age. Well, don't, don't tell anybody, but I don't think that, that <laughs> Summer are. is played by an actress who's the same age as a character right now. But anyway, but back then, uh, Matilda Freeman was younger. She was a year younger than Summer, whereas Elle Mulvaney is, I think, two years older than Amy. Right. So I, they're, they're always like used to be they seen really to them did. like sitting at the bus stop or walking down the street on the way to school. And you're right, the... The, they, they didn't look completely the same age. The, but the trouble is that Matilda Freeman always was played someone as, as you're feeling slightly more immature. She was cherubic. I mean, she was she was mature in some ways, but she was also quite naive and innocent in other ways. And she's also she's got a very young look. Yes. So even even now she's grown older. Um, she's still if you you know we we see her on Instagram and things. She's still it's got a very kind of youthful. Yeah, we do still follow Matilda Freeman on Instagram. She she is all fairied up at the moment, isn't she? She looks like yeah, saying that she a Suzanne like a little picture or something. Summon nymph. She is. She's very nymph-like at the moment. Yeah. But um. Anyway, not like a robotics maker. 
No, but, no. But definitely like the sort of person who would build a statue of a robot and, and wonder so why it, it didn't come alive and start <laughs> making come alive. Tea. We've got evidence literally here in the podcast today. Okay. So anyway, the two of them had nothing in common at the time being. Um, and they ended up having a bit of an argument at one point because Amy insults Drew, Summer hits her. So really fireworks at the beginning. But they kind of start bonding once it's time to go to Weatherfield High. Summer moves to this new school. And um, she, yeah, they, there's a there's a one scene I remember where... Uh, do you remember this one where Summer dyes Amy's hair orange? You know, in no. a, it was a bit of a... I don't know whether it was a bit of a Hilda Ogden tribute because that happened to her once, didn't it? Okay. Um, and so she, she's like saying, oh, I, I can give you highlights. And, uh, and Amy's like, I, I trust you, girl, who I've, you know, had a punch up with minutes. and only known five minutes. Yes, please. Let, so give, it, give it your best shot. But yeah, she ends up getting her own dyed completely orange so that's a bit disastrous I will say 2017 was like her biggest year until recently well 2017 so this was this was Kate Oates bringing her in so she the producer at the time clearly seemed to have big plans for summer she wanted you know to to really cement her as part of the the strong Billy Todd relationship but you know um, things things didn't quite go to plan um, for, for that particular part, <laughs> partnership by the end of 2017. And my, one might say that that's the, one of the reasons why we didn't so much, see much of Summer over the, the following years. So anyway, um, Summer goes to school and, you know, as as happens to these um, meek swats, she gets... Um, she gets peer pressured. Peer pressured is the right word into doing something rebellious naughty, to naughty. prove how cool she is. And there was one scene where um, they give her this can of... Um, uh, shaving foam and say, oh, I bet dare you to, to do graffiti something onto the teacher's car. So Summer goes over there and she only just sprays a willy on it. I can't believe it. I know, it's true, it's true. So um, so she gets, so Billy gets hauled into the school. She she has, sort of has to embarrassing, embarrassedly admit what she's been doing. But what tell you she what. Do? All right, cock. Yes, that's what, that's what she says, exactly she what she said. What, what, have you, what have you drawn? Just admit it, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Summer's robot knows. Um, okay, so she, she she ends up going home and she's she's in trouble, but Naughty. at least she's in with a cool gang of, yeah. of Amy, Amy Barlow and, <laughs> and Asha Allahan, you know. They're all, they're all... They're at the top of look, the pecking order. I love them the because quarantines. they are... They're cool. You know, when you know them, they're cool. But in real, in, if this was a real life scenario, these these three would be the most hopeless trio, trio of nerds. I know. <laughs> like compare them to um, Kelly, yeah. R. Kelly, who's like cool and like does drugs and stuff. <laughs> but she's she's sensitive, Gemma. Speaking of drugs. Uh, yeah, that was all. Well, this is what Summer went on to next because you know not <laughs> only was spraying phalluses onto teachers' cars, um, you know that that wasn't that, that wasn't the end of it. She she then had smoked cigarette, but it wasn't only cigarette. This was spice cigarette. Oh, don't do that. Yeah, because that was all the rage in the streets of Manchester. Is it still a thing? You don't hear about spice no, much these days. Fun- I don't funnily know. enough, I don't get offered it. I suppose so I didn't I hear much know. about it at the time, apart from in Coronation Street publicity. Nobody's Maybe offering us drugs, Michael. Just get to deal with it. I don't want any. It's fine. But no, Summer is you. like, <laughs> yes, please. That'll that if I, if that doesn't. I want to be cool. Shoot me to the upper echelons of the Weatherfield High Mean Girl the elite society. Of society. I don't know what will. So she takes this cigarette off 
drug dealer Simon. Oh, um, and, and then she has a very first on-screen faint. Oh, and it was the first of first many. First time, first time. How cute. You always, you always remember your first faint, mad don't you, Sam? She, <laughs> she is absolutely mad for it. Um, so anyway, so um, she, she's not having a good time there. And, no, um, she has a little sleep. And Billy yes. and, and Peter have a fight. Yeah. And Peter's like, yeah, sorry, I raised a terrible child. But actually, it's Leanne's fault. And, uh, <laughs> he says, I suppose, my fault. He does not see Summer could... Well, she risks trouble. being taken into care. No, because she like, really can't look after her. You're a vicar. Yeah. Why, why is this child drugged <laughs> on the floor? <laughs> so the guilt surrounding this ended up leading Billy into confessing maybe things that he should have kept quiet. And in this case, it was the fact that he was involved in the death of poor Susan Barlow, Peter's twin sister, <laughs> back in 2001. For some reason, my brain, my brain skipped a little bit there, and I thought you were going to say that, that Billy killed Susan Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> Susan Boyle! It's like, no! She's, she's a, a national, national treasure! treasure. <laughs> <laughs> no, just Susan Barlow, it's fine. She hasn't been in the show for ages. Um, so yeah, so Billy Billy got kind of retconned a little bit into being responsible for Susan's death, and uh, and then yeah, one thing leads you know, to another. You know why? What? And That's what he was up to when he was young. Yeah, he, that he had was to that. You're absolutely a vicar. How, so. how do you know what Gemma's thinking, Summer's robot? I, d- I don't get this at all. Um, we've got a Neuralink. <laughs> it's the future. <laughs> have you like a chip implanted into your brain? I've got a chip directly? on my shoulder <laughs> and a chip in my brain. Um, okay, so um, Peter gets in contact with Geraldine Spellman and says, "Do you know that your granddaughter is being not only raised by a homosexual vicar, but also a bit of a murderer?" I think the backstory was that he was there in the back of the car that was being driven when it crashed into Susan, and then they drove off afterwards. So yeah. not completely Billy's fault, but, but you know, he's, a, he's such a blimmin. He's got a bit of a guilt complex, hasn't that he? He'll take anything to make himself exciting. Yeah. So um, Geraldine's on the warpath. She's going to go and grab Summer and whisk her into the safety of Spellman Towers, but. Todd gets in there first, whisks her away in his car before Geraldine can get to her. And that leads to a manhunt for Todd. And he goes just out of nowhere, disappears for many years. <laughs> and that's the, last that, that's the last that we see him because of things going on off screen. And um, yeah, so that leads Billy um, with um, just on his own. And what better? What else do you, you do on a Christmas day when you're on your own? Well, you're a vicar. Yeah. Not much to do on Christmas day. No, so you just fall off a cliff. Yeah. And that, that Christmas day... Billy fell off a cliff. He'd been banged up in Peter Barlow's um, boot, hadn't he? Driven to to a cliff edge to just teach him a lesson, like don't kill my sister. And um, and then well, he like, didn't mean to, to be fair. To you P- can't do it again, so let me off. Peter didn't mean to push Billy off a cliff, did he? He just meant just to put like, the frighteners off him. Just like Billy never meant to kill his sister, so it's all well. Easy yeah, come, easy go. Billy just had a bit of a, a bit of an upsy daisy stumble, didn't he? And he fell off. But he's all right. He's all right. He, he, uh, yeah, he, he survived somehow. Don't ask any questions about this. Affirmative. Yeah, exactly. Right, um, so... So, 2018. So, th- yeah, go for it, Gemma. What happened? Right, so so Todd's still on the run, and we don't get to see this, but he's found by the police, and he gets into a scuffle with one of them and legs it, and it, it, it kind of gets implied that he was living in the woods. I don't really know where so he, Todd so was he living. Took, he took Summer away... And they've been scuffling about in the woods, eating acorns and stuff. And um, after a month, Todd gets found. He and then he runs away, 
Um, and Summer then is freed uh, like a little deer to run back to Weatherfield and move in with Billy. And Geraldine's like, oh, you should probably come back to me because um, cause school's told me <laughs> various stories about what you've been up to. And I'm going to say this. This might be a controversial opinion. Granny Spellman, yes. Homophobic, yes. Very bad. But equally, would someone have been on drugs and uh, a fugitive on the run were it, were she living with Granny? I don't think so. She might not be a fugitive on the run, but she might have been taking drugs to try and get cool at school. I don't but think so. But drugs don't make you cool, children. Dr- drugs make you a loser. Yes. So um, so Geraldine's like, come back with me and um, and because you're falling behind in your grades, but Summer refuses. Yes. Um, then she comes home one day, and what is Billy up to? He's, except he's been, he's been having a bit of a problem, hasn't he? Yeah. But it, in the meantime, since falling off a cliff, Billy's got himself addicted to... Was it morphine that he was... I don't know. I think it might have started off with morphine and then just kind of... Spiralled out Spiralled out of control into heroin addiction. What, the next thing you know, you're, you're on heroin. This is this is a crazy, crazy story. He though. tells uh, Summer to bug off, go live with your grandparents. So instead, Summer decides saying. to move in with a serial killer and his wife. <laughs> So Eileen and Pat have become semi-surrogate grandparents to her and uh, this is when Pedo Van Man comes into the oh, show. Pedo Van Man. And uh, someone only gets abducted by him but Pat saves her. There was, uh, that Pat, for, Pat for a short a of, time, yeah. Pat had a couple of heroic escapades. Like this, saving Summer from, from the, the clutches of a paedophile was one of them. And also saving Carla from an oncoming van was another. He was a complex guy, was Pat he really Phelan. Was. I thought Show that, me I thought the, that what who they... Stephen saved recently, hmm? Yeah, good mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. I thought that what they built just briefly between Pat Phelan and Summer was really nice because that was one yeah, of the was. many, many things that we enjoy about Pat Phelan. The yeah. fact that he was very multifaceted and he wasn't just a full-on out-and-out killer and you know we know that he had a a good side in there it went it took what, him a long time to get his first kill didn't they and what did richard hillman ever save any anyone he, some money off legal mortgage maybe <laughs> that's about it he was a he was a he loved his family did richard hillman so but, but anyway i, I so, thought that, that having pat have this this little girl to to, yep, to pour yep, his yep. grandfatherly affection into was quite lovely so summer, so so don't forget the the link here is Todd. This is the link. Yes. Why suddenly Eileen and Pat, Pat are just grandparents to to summer. Do we know anything about Billy's parents? Has she got some other grandparents just waiting there? She's right. I don't literally, know. she's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. At least ten grandparents. Yeah, I'm gonna say probably like. 14 if we because we said there were seven parents earlier didn't we yeah God, imagine the christmases imagine getting five pound off for your birthday <laughs> off all of them you'd be raking it in right so billy's billy's having so a bit billy's of a rough time a rough time so john the bishop is persuaded by summer and eileen to let billy stay at a christian rehab center so she moves back in with him when he returns a month later and Shona's there for a bit because she's split up with david and uh billy uh billy's fallen behind on his rent so Shona helps him out and this is when Shona is the one who manages to convince Summer to give Billy another chance because uh, Summer's getting very fed up with Billy and his lackadaisical approach to being a parent. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, she, is this true? This is 
My notes do not lie, Jama. Well, I don't know. So I put sarcastic things in. I know you don't actually do that. Um, I'm trying so, to educate our listeners here. So someone's like, I know what I could do with my incredible knowledge of robotics is get a job doing work experience at the UK Space Agency. <laughs> and unfortunately, she fur- she fell at the first hurdle, which was question number one. What is a robot? <laughs> and she was like, well, it could be a biscuit tin. It could be... <laughs> Your box of celebrations. <laughs> it could be anything, really, as long as you put Google eyes Colander. Googly eyes on it. Up in her hands and everyone pops her own Google got a robot there. So she gets... Stick um, it on the moon. <laughs> just throw it up in the air. Launch! We have liftoff! We do have, just recently, announced the crew um, for the, the, uh, the next manned mission to the moon, don't we? Uh, excuse me, woman does well. Thank I know, you very I much. know, but it's we not We live in modern times. So I think no, that someone's, I think that so Summer's robot would uh, would be able to go petition there, tell them what's what. to get Summer's robot sent to the moon as a cute little mascot to represent British culture. I think I think that would be a good idea. Right, everyone do a change.org thing. Just imagine if they go get they get onto the moon. I know they're not going to the moon, but just imagine if well, they did, and then Summer's the robot would be the one to make first contact with an alien life form. All right. The first words. Excuse me, there was a pause there. I was led to believe "all right, cock" was a was a nice way to say hello, but "all right, cock" Not that's sure. a bit Not sounds sure. a bit pejorative. To okay, me. anyway, she she doesn't get on the UK Space Agency program, does she? I mean, they could have let her on because I don't know what else they're doing <laughs> over there. So, summer's summer gets offered a tryout at Underworld. Well, who wouldn't want to work there? It's either that or slinging buns down at Roy's. Speaking of buns, for that Aidan Connor, eh? Who's learning Underworld at the moment. What? I'm trying to make a segue to Summer fancying Aidan at the um, factory. I I've, read, I've, the read next a, line. I've read ahead in the notes, thank well, you very much. Uh, Michael, yeah. it's very insensitive of you to talk about that because it wasn't long before poor, poor Aidan left us. Tara. No. <laughs> Summer's robot. I'm not in charge How of insensitive of you. So this is when she starts doing her speak and save helpline. Hashtag speak and save. Sorry, hashtag speak and Sorry, save, yeah. Gemma. You've got to get down with the and kids. And she gets a nomination for the Weatherfield Good Samaritan Award. Um, I'm just going to say, L-O-L. she doesn't win it. <laughs> I don't think she does. No. No. Max gets a crush on Summer and she, when she in, is enlisted to help him with his schoolwork, this is, this is um, original Max. Yes. And original Summer. Yes. I uh, don't know how it would go out, go now. Well, they, they, but I think, I think that we did have it the other way around. I can't remember. I know that there was more tutoring later on, but um, she kind of gets stuck into that and then, and then begins summer's dry spell. Yeah, it was a drought. Summer drought. <laughs> it, was, um, it really was a summer drought <laughs> in 2019 and, and uh, 22. It was pipe ban and everything. So, <laughs> so this was at the end of the July and she only appears in three more episodes in that year. Yeah, in 2019, she's only in 17 episodes for the whole year. Can you imagine that? Looking, what, looking at what summer has become now. I'm not going to say in 2019. Um, that this is my opinion, but a lot of people would have welcomed a 17 episode I, I honestly think, and I know that, you know, I, I complain just as much as the next person when a character gets overused and it's like, oh no, not them again, unless it's someone I really, really like. But every, almost all characters go through ebbs and flows, don't they? And I know, but the thing is about Summer is that it felt like she was in Groundhog Day. You're watching Summer's Groundhog Day, where she just 
wakes up in the morning, goes to the kitchen, faints, and then wakes up in the morning, goes to the kitchen, <laughs> faints, wakes up in the morning. Don't forget squirting her insulin down the sink, Gemma. Okay. She hasn't got there yet. Anyway, we're still on we're still on old summer at the right. moment. So 2019, not much happens. Um, Summer's laptop goes missing. Drama early in 2019. Gemma thinks it's Paul because Paul's on the scene at the moment and Gemma's not too He's not too happy with him at the moment. Yeah. And um, anyway, it's it's not Paul. It just it just turns up. And then she kind of supports Amy for a bit when Amy finds out she's pregnant and um, hope that she expects Amy to be returning the favour with that one day. Um, and then towards the end of the year, she, Billy and Paul, campaign in favour of the Bail Hostel, um, which was going to be opened in the building that is now Shuttleworth's Undertaker's. Um, well, it's a good job t- Todd that never, wasn't that, around that, that to join in with that, because that would have been hard to explain to uh, um, George. Like, I campaigned for you to not have anywhere to work, because I wanted there to be a bail hostel there. So... Um, Anyway, so, so there's some some are barely. She literally has nothing to do in 2019, and even 2020, which was Matilda's final year in the role of Summer, only 22 episodes for the whole year. And I know that there was a bit of a pandemic in 2020, so everybody had a reduced episode count. But seriously, the character was floundering back then, and um, they really didn't know much what to do with her. She persuades Billy to take Kelly Nealon in uh, to live with him on the flat for a little bit after Laura did a runner. She's babysitting Oliver for a little bit when he has his first fit. Um, But then, uh, towards the end of 2022, we have a new head for Todd and a new head for Summer. Because recasts ahoy. Sorry. You've moved my mouth. Just stop. I mean, Summer's robot, what? Todd is at you. That is right. That is right. So, (laughs) new Todd. Played by Gareth Pierce. New Summer. This is this is an episode for the ages, honestly, isn't it? A new Summer played by Harriet Bibby. She's she's disappeared off to stay at Granny Spellman's for a little bit because clearly things have cooled between them, I guess, between 2018 and 2020. Um, and Summer is not happy. Todd's come back. He's what was his story about coming back? I remember there was a Mick it the was, Camp gangster yeah, there was, as part of it. It wasn't great. I tried. I've blocked that out. It was a bad start to Todd. But he's 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 done so back on so the straight and narrow to win my affection since then. I'm I'm a big fan of of new Todd. Mm. Well, he he um it's is a rocky start. He he's not in Summer or Billy's good books whatsoever. But he does his best to wheedle his way back into their affections with the help of Dodgy Will. Do you remember Will? Speaking, that was that little, little kid. young. That is, yeah, kid. The 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 kid who was basically holding uh, Todd ransom for was like, thousands of pounds at one point. It was like an, it was like a street urchin from a Charles Dickens novel out of time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, All right, so Governor, give us tuppence. That they're, they're they're on speaking terms by the end of the year, and um, Todd consoles Summer at the end of the year when uh, Paul is arrested after punching some guy, um, who Todd has led to believe. Is no, he made Do- Paul. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying made that wrong. Paul think this guy episode. was Will's abusive father. That's right. That's, that's right. That's me, Dad. He beats me up. Yeah. So right, someone's not happy with that, and then Todd says, "There, there. It'll be fine." Yeah. So that's the end of 2020. I hope you're all carrying. I hope you're following with us here. And uh, we do have a new summer now. I at the end of 2020 had 
lovely Matilda Freeman on the podcast for an interview. Had a lovely old chinwag with her. And um, I was kind of Exclusive asking her about what's, what's going on. Why have you quit? Because her final scene in mid-2020 was just preparing... Do you remember when Paul and Gemma birthday had their, their 20th birthday party? And she just like had bowls of Monster She's Munch like, and, and party rings and things. a feast of crisps. And then they all did their Anton Deck, let's get ready to rumble in the street. Like, and then she's like, I'm, I'm had enough of this. This is faintly amusing. Anyway, she said that they, she just basically said she wasn't happy with how little the character was being used and wanted the chance to try out more things, which she wasn't allowed to do when you're on Coronation right. Street. When, when, you're, when you've got your contract with Coronation Street, you're pretty much locked in to doing nothing else, aren't you? Especially not on the BBC. And I almost don't blame her. Because what was what did I say? Episode counts. Twenty two episodes in twenty twenty. Seventeen episodes in twenty nineteen. This is the trouble. You'd be totally forgiven for thinking that they even want me here. This is the trouble about Coronation Street having a kind of exclusivity thing, and I totally understand the reasons why. But it must be very frustrating because some people do get given the opportunity to go off and do other stuff, Mm. and I don't know what the reasoning is or who gets to do it. Special treatment. But it does feel like special treatment. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know either. But um, you've got these. You've got some people who are basically. It feels like it feels. Yeah, they're just being relegated to sitting in the benches and not being able to like. And do I think anything. I think some actors would be happy with that, isn't it? Well, you know, no, you, I wouldn't say they're happy pay. with it, but they're certainly content with the idea of getting yeah, paid. So, yeah, exactly. And being an actor is a very difficult and tumultuous job, and not everybody's. You know. Benedict Cumberbatch yeah, getting you got, paid millions of pounds to do nothing. You got your year contract, and there are some characters that don't have a whole lot to do year on year, but their jobs are fairly safe. And I think honestly, Summer being part of the Billy Todd Paul sort of um, family there, I did have like a pretty a safe, safe role, job. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And she was quite a different character as well. But Harriet is like, no, I'm going. And the, this was this all came out on the 27th of October 2020 when in a statement she said, I'd like to say thank you to my second family, the cast, the crew and viewers who have supported me during my time on the cobbles. After three and a half lovely years, I felt it was time for a change and I'm excited to be starting the next chapter with a new role. And on the same, exactly the same time, uh, it was announced that Harriet Bibby was going to be um, stepping into the role of Summer. Now, before Coronation Street, Harriet had changed at the Al... Alrat North Academy. So this is the Academy of Live and Recorded Art, which closed, closed last, last year. Closed last year, fact fans. Um, and so she she'd had a couple of telly roles before being on Coronation Street. She'd been on Brassic. She'd been on Doctors. But she was a fairly kind of new face for the for think, the TV landscape. Do you think that's where she honed her skill of fan- fainting on Doctors? Oh, maybe I don't know what character she played. Fainty woman in a waiting room. You might be right, I need to check that out. So Bibby said um, of her casting, I'm so thrilled to be joining the cast of Coronation Street. My family have watched the show for years and I already feel part of the family. Matilda's wished me good luck, which was lovely. I'm looking forward to bringing Summer's sass and sparkle to the screen. So Gemma, you're shaking your head here. What's what's that all about? Summer's sass and sparkle, is it that particularly? I prefer the old Summer. Well... We will no, get I to don't this. know. Listen, we will listen. Get to this. I'm not going. I, I think Harriet Bibby is very talented, and she's definitely grown on me uh, as a character. But she is one of these characters that I feel as though, and I don't know why. How I make this distinction because it's definitely not to do with how much I like the character. 
But she's one of these people that I feel, one of these characters that I feel like has been maligned by the plots rather than being a... Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, so, some some people, some characters will do something and you'll be like, oh, you idiot. I, I, I can't believe you've done this. You're really annoying or boring or whatever. And, some, <laughs> and sometimes a character will do something and I'll think... Why are they making you do this? I know exactly what you and mean. And I don't know why, because I certainly don't have, you know, I I like Summer enough, well enough, but it's not like I have a harbour a great affection I, in the same way as I do, say, someone like Toya or maybe, I don't know. Yeah. I think I was... <laughs> I think I, I think was, of anyone else. <laughs> Jenny or uh, Glenda or... I think I was ready to accept the new um, Summer. But it's always... You know, when they announce a recasting, my, my immediate reaction is just like, well, how, how, how can they do that? They can't, they can't reply. But then when I kind of think about it, and, and, and Gareth Pierce in the role has, of Todd has definitely shown this, you can, you do eventually forget, don't you? I yeah. mean, we've had some real, um, really successful recasting Coronation Street over the years. I mean, Ben Price is, is great as Nick. And, you know, although people still remember Adam Rickett. And, Adam and they're, Rickett they're, feels they're like... talk chalk and cheese, aren't they? Yeah, but it's like, different. okay, that that was just it just happens and, and now Ben Price is definitely Nick. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's it's Ad, it's Adam Rickett that feels like the interloper to me now. Yeah, and, and the same with Kate Ford as as, as yeah. Tracy as well. I who who knows how long um Harriet Bibby's gonna be staying on the show as summer. Um I, I feel like people are more used to her now. But I think part of the, the issue that some people, including me, I'm going to say, had when the role was announced was she's six years older than Summer. Yes. And, now, and... this, this you know, we you spoke to Matilda for the podcast and this is when she said about Summer. She said, Summer's actually meant to be 17 and I'm 16, but I look like 30 and I look really young. And that was kind of holding the writing back because they could write storylines for a 17-year-old character. But a lot of people were like, she's only 15. But I was meant to be older. So they cast older with, with Harriet so that, so that they could tackle these more mature stories. Which they, they, they tend to, they, they, they always, they, yeah, they do that for lots of characters, don't they? Especially, you know, when the, it's it's not unusual for a, a teen actor on Coronation Street to be replaced. And almost always when that happens, they will get someone who's a little bit older so they can give them these these more challenging storylines. Um, but going, you know, six years older for for Summer's actress with Harriet was a bold move. Um, particularly as we were going from the, the very baby-faced Harriet, uh, sorry, baby-faced Matilda to someone who is clearly older than she's supposed to be. Well, Harriet said, um, it doesn't feel that bizarre. I, feel, I still feel like a kid and I do have a baby face and Summer's had a difficult past which has made her more mature. Mm, they, ju- they kind of just tried to hide it by putting her in pigtails and giving her dungarees at the beginning, didn't yeah. they? You know, the, the clothing of youth dungarees. Yes. But it, it felt, it didn't feel quite right at the beginning. I think now that Summer is supposed to be, she's 18 now, isn't she? I'm not noticing, I mean, I'm looking at, maybe it's just because I'm used to her, or maybe it's, you know, 18's adult, Harriet Bibby is now 25, that's adult, maybe it's not so noticeable. But it, it was at the time, but... You know what? What can you do? Um, so anyway, we said we said to goodbye to Matilda at the end of twenty twenty, and since then she's um, appeared in an episode of a show called Alma's Not Normal on BBC Two. I have not seen that, um, and she's going to be on um, an Amazon Prime show called The Power, which I think is kind of airing about People now. Have, it's adver- it's, I've seen adverts for it. It's about 
girls have magic powers. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah, and, so um, watch out. Also, last month, she announced that she's going to be starring in an ITVX drama called Passenger, um, which is written by Andrew Bruken, and it stars Jack James Ryan as well. He played Jacob. So there's still plenty of, uh, of, of things to see Matilda in, if you like Summer's Robot, prefer the old Summer. But... Times are a-changing, and now we're going to jump into 2021 to find out what's been going on with Summer. And her dry spell certainly came to an end in that year. They've cast somebody new, and they want to throw a heck of a lot at her. And she became the 15th most featured character on Coronation Street in 2021, with 106 episodes behind her. So pretty good. Gemma, what has been going on with Summer? What was then on with her in 2021? Over to you. Right, so we've got new Summer, and we've got new Todd. Yes. Todd. Is there too? Yes. Yes, yes, I so, know, I know. Todd gets Will to smash up the flat while Paul's in court. Um, and Summer interrupts him and chases him out and then she gets hit by a car. Tragic. And Will's this... like, oh, cool, blimey, never meant for that to happen. I remember... Time for me to skedaddle. Do you remember he was smashing up the piano? Yeah. yeah, I know. And that piano, obviously, we all love that piano and they... we're glad that they brought it back quite <laughs> as soon as they could after that. Summer, th- this was just the beginning of Summer's relentless tragic phase, wasn't it? Yeah. It Smashed by fun. a car in the early so, 2021 and she's just Summer had wall-to-wall misery since. Yeah, Billy, he's, he's, he's a good piano. No, I said, did Summer play it? Uh, I don't remember. Do you think they're like, do you think Harriet Bibby was kind of like blacking her way into the role and she's like, oh, I can do piano. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so um, she she then tries again. She's always desperate to be cool this summer. I don't know if she's given up on that now, but she I think um, she, has. she goes to hang out with on the in the wasteland, the teenage wasteland, and uh, but things get a bit a bit too heavy for her, so she ducks out. And this is when Seb gets killed. So she was not involved in any of that. No, she was on the like the promo. Do you remember the promo yeah. picture for that, which had all the teens lined up against the wall in Wasserman Street, and, and Summer was one of them. And I, I remember watching the story, thinking, Why "Oh, Sum, it, Summer's yeah. not got much to do in this." I think Amy was another one who was featured on there, but didn't have a whole lot they to do. They were very in the story. peripheral to everything else, and we we're like, "Oh, what wonder what what? The, Why did they not put them in that?" And it was because they were saving her for this amazing story when she gets depressed starts skipping school falls behind develops an addiction to energy drinks passes out (laughs) passes out again goes to see dr gaddis goes to hospital um then she gets diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and finds out she's gonna have to inject herself with insulin not keen not keen for that is she she um will returns and he's like todd give me five thousand pounds or i'm gonna tell everyone that you're all wronging. And he also convinces Summer and Billy to forgive him for smashing up the piano and breaking in and everything. Mm-hmm. Billy and Summer um, decide that they don't like Todd anymore because he steals a heat pump. Heat pump? A heat pump from the halfway house. Um, he wants to set Paul up. This yeah, all so sounds like... Sometimes, honestly, the... this is this is one of these moments where you read back stories that you remember watching and you're like... Yeah, it was all a bit of nonsense, wasn't it? What do you mean? So the, there was a heat pump in the builder's yard, wasn't it? And yeah. Todd was try- Todd is desperately trying to worm his way back into Billy's affection. So he tries to make it look like Paul's nicked it, I think. Or or been careless and let it be nicked, I can't remember. But um, yeah, that, that, that story didn't go so well. And also it kind of ended with Todd being publicly shamed by everyone, didn't it? Do you remember? Wagging my finger. Do you remember there were at these the, the there was a party with the um the naked calendar shoot and was it that I think? And then it all comes out that that Todd is having secret dealings with Will 
And the next time that Billy and Todd have got anything to do with each other at the beginning of next year, they've just kind of made up off screen. Yeah. Christian forgiveness. So, um, summer collapses again. If you're counting, that's the fourth time. And because she's neglecting her insulin injections and uh, Todd Todd finds her, rescues her, takes her to hospital, but she still won't forgive him because she's a hard hard case, isn't she? Yeah. Summer, um, Summer, uh, sorry, Ardie fancies Summer, but she's not interested in him. So he asks Amy to help him to, to learn how to ask a girl out. It works. Hooray. Nice. And now we still have Summer and Ardie as the classic Coronation Street teen couple. Well, yeah, I, I still wonder That's whether they... Well, no, I do wonder whether they're going to return to that well at some point because she's still... I I'm sorry, I couldn't date anybody who's jumped in front of a bullet for someone else. <laughs> so No, you mean I would. I'd like you, you do it for them, you'd probably do it for me. I don't think I'd jump in front of a bullet for you. Oh, that's all right. I don't need you to. It really hurt. Along with Asher and and Abby, Summer takes Nina to the scene of the hate crime to try to help her remember what happened on the day. Yes. And um, it it works. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm starting to regret. I'm starting to regret inviting Summer's robot onto the podcast. I think a lot of people. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Sorry. Okay. Right. So, Ardy gets fed up with Dev um, not really being interested in his relationship with Summer, and then Dev organises a dinner party with the two for the two families to get to know each other. And oh, this yeah. was the best thing to come out of this relationship. This was great scene. because Billy and Dev get drunk together, and they start trying to find out if Summer and Ardy are sleeping with each other. And uh, <laughs> Dev just gets really elaborate with like, "Oh, he was sleep- I can't remember what he did now." Like they they just kind of shouting out sex and he's like there are you know, a few uh, yeah. joys in life as good as sex and Harry um, uh, Summer and Daddy are like oh my god shut up dad and he's like hey what is natural or well, the, Billy was the same as well yeah, wasn't it and I was laughing like this guy is the archdeacon I, I, yeah, I don't well, know but it was there's a lot of stuff funny. in the bible about how shagging's brilliant oh okay that's fine then isn't there yes um, <laughs> Song of Solomon check it out check it out if you if you're lonely in the evenings. Um, Daniel um, helps Summer to get into Oxford University. He's trying to write her personal statement. Did you know Summer wants to go to Oxford? <laughs> yeah, so, so begins the Oxford University saga. Um, he uh, finds out that she's plagiarised her personal statement. No, Ardy does. Ardy does. Ardy does, yeah. And he, she gets really embarrassed. She confesses this to Daniel. He says, try again. And then Summer ends up forgiving Ardy. This is fascinating, isn't it? Summer ends up forgiving <laughs> Ardy for interfering in his, oh. in her personal statement. Summer's just like, makes stupid mistake after stupid mistake. And Honestly. I, I think that, I, out of, I mean, that's not my main problem with her. No. Not that she's on the show too much. But all the time, I'm I'm watching her and I make wrong decision after wrong decision. And I'm like, why why do you do yeah, this? You're supposed so... to be smart. The thing is, yeah, this is the trouble with Summer is that we're constantly told that she's so smart and and clever, but we're shown that she's actually really stupid. And I I get that there's a difference between you know life smarts and book smarts, and it was never you know it was always that she's she's. A bit of a boffin. She's well educated. She she likes she's school very, and and is very sheltered from outside is, though, life. She's but... not though. I was just going to say she's sheltered, but she isn't. 
so many things have happened to her and she's like she's been on drugs she's she's been around people who've been murdered her dad died of cancer she's seen life she was on the run for a month in the woods <laughs> eating acorns and she acts That's character like, building she acts like she's just come out of a blimmin coma <laughs> and she was born in 1922 i just yeah i i think that she that this is part of the problem that again that I have with New Summer is that she doesn't strike me as being the same Lisa Simpson intelligent switched yeah, on Lisa kind Simpson of character as she was. Wouldn't play would she? I don't know. Uh, I maybe she would. Maybe she. There's just there's just yeah, the thing is though mistake a after mistake she, that Summer makes see, now. See, Lisa's got a bit of a cunning about her, whereas Summer's just bumbling, bumbling around from one mistake to another mistake. Mm. it's just tragic her, so her anyway, whole life is one series of tragedies after the next so so Ardy's getting more involved with Kelly and eventually he takes the blame when she scratches Dev's car and Summer no that's not what happens that's not what happens Ardy scratches Dev's car because he didn't oh. rescue him from the exploding car oh yeah, yeah. Ardy's, Ar- so Ardy's when Ardy had that brief Dev. period of vowing revenge on Dev that yeah, lasted that, about three episodes that time when we thought brilliant they're giving Ardy a storyline we all love Adam Hussein playing Ardy finally they're giving him no, no I didn't no. I was like I don't want him to do this because he's better as a double act with Dev he is and that's but it's completely better than nothing disappeared, isn't it? everything yeah. to do with Ardy has completely disappeared so but yeah he scratched Dev's car that's right and Kelly takes the blame and then Ard- and someone gets annoyed so she finishes with, with Ardy yes then she takes the entrance exam for Oxford. She passes it. Hooray. Daniel helps her prepare for her interview. She falls in love with him. And then she realises that he just wants her to babysit his kid. And so she falls out of love with him. Funny how quickly that happens with Daniel, isn't it? <laughs> Summer then tutors Max. And this is now new Max and new Summer. I can't remember whether this is new Max or old Max. Well, he's making films rem- at this point. I, can't I don't remember, remember how long... old Max ever making films. You might be right. Well, he's like, yeah, yes, he makes it was. a this was new Max, He's wasn't like, it? check out my elite skills, man. Do yeah. they say that anymore? Elite? Definitely. Um, I've made a conspiracy video about the sinkhole and she's not very impressed with it. But I, I bet she can't debunk it. <laughs> <laughs> At the school dance, uh, Max accuses Daniel of fancying Summer, punches him. Paul hears about this, thinks Summer's been groomed. And um, he thinks that they're together in the flat, but it's just Daisy yeah. sneaking about. And then Summer starts to worry about her weight. She feels like she's putting on weight. So she starts to make herself. Also, sick. she's not had enough tragedy recently. So no. it's like, right, New Year's resolution. Because this was right at the end of 2021, wasn't it? New Year's be resolution. Be more sad. Be more sad and tragic. Yeah. And and try and faint more in 2022. Yeah, we're and only she certainly four. managed that. We're only at four so far, so she's got to get a count up. <laughs> so 2022 was Summer's biggest year so far. She was fourth place in the most featured characters on Coronation Street this year and this is when I think I think people maybe tolerated the character of Summer more in 2021 but in 2022 this was like I've had enough of it but you know throughout all of this I'm thinking I know there are definitely Summer fans out there aren't there we've been contacted by people who enjoy Summer so I'm really sorry about the, the, the somewhat negative tone of this but I hear you and I do want to have a, a try and have a uh, objective discussion about her at the end, but just just for fun, we'll keep on moaning about her. So she gets a conditional offer from Oxford. And again, I just want to be very clear that this is not a reflection on what we think about Harriet Bibby. 
because I think she's actually done a pretty good job. Yeah, no, I agree. Performing what she's been asked to perform because she is perfect at acting very miserable and sad. Yeah. Fainting. <laughs> so Summer gets her conditional offer from Oxford. Did yeah. you know Summer wants to go to I, Oxford? I do know. Yes, this she's is... She's mentioned this is, it a few times. Yeah, this was another thing, wasn't it? Everything was about Oxford. Oxford this, Oxford that, Oxford entrance exam, o- Oxford interview, got a study for Oxford. I need to go to Oxford. It was just relentless. And I want to know, what what her... Why does she want to go to Oxford, not Cambridge? Because I prefer Cambridge. Yeah. yeah, Cambridge is the cooler one. I think Oxford's got a bit more of the prestige. And also well, it's because Daniel went there. Oxford is the bit. one that's more that's older and more prestigious. And Cambridge is the one that's, you know, younger by you know, maybe is, 22 years. Is Cambridge years. the trendier one? Because if Cambridge it is, is that's where, why Summer doesn't want to go there. Cambridge is where all the kind of like the radicals from Oxford who were like too too cool for all the nerds at Oxford when. <laughs> and that's why a little comedians come out of Cambridge. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting fact. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's binging on sugary foods meanwhile as well. <sighs> next, I also don't like the next word bit, Oxford. Next bit of like tragedy it. for Summer in early 2022 was that she gets upskirted yeah. in a storyline that lasted about two weeks and summers of uh, and, and pictures of her upskirtness appear on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't remember who it was that ended up doing that. I remember Max was kind of laughing Max about it. Max looked at it. a picture of it and thought yeah. it was great. Uh, but anyway, Amy stands up for a friend and organises a protest at school when they appear to do nothing about it. And that leads to consent workshops, and which I think they went, should have tried a little bit harder on. They all yarded, yarded their way through that and mm. uh, somehow it didn't take. No, no. Um, so, well, that's because Todd, that's, sorry, that's because Aaron didn't go to Weatherfield High, I think. No. Must have not. So Todd and Billy, who, as I say, are friends again now, start to worry now that Summer is becoming obsessed with her studies and keeps on going on about Oxford all the time. So Billy <laughs> tries to arrange for her to socialise a little bit more, which puts her more into contact with Amy, unwillingly, because she'd rather just be staying at home, scoffing chockies and then binging and then throwing up in the toilet, which is what Amy eventually catches her doing. She agrees to keep it a secret, although she breaks it when Summer is hospitalised after another diabetic attack. This time in a police cell, just for a change did of scenery. Did she have a faint again? Is that fine? Well, she, uh, yeah, she did. She did. Do you remember? She was. This was when, I think, um, Jacob was selling knock-off alcohol round by Victoria yeah, Gardens. Yeah, it wasn't knock-off. It was... It was um, oh, no. Stolen. What? Stolen, that's and right. And Evelyn that's was right. like, the, oh, yeah, give me a credit that. Yeah, one. and then the police show up and find Summer kind of all woozy in, in Victoria that's Gardens. Right. And they like, think Another drunken just, child. They think that she's just another drunken teen. Haul her into the police station and then um, These almost pops. dies. I knew when we brought out Hooch that it would lead to this. Yeah, yeah. So and we um, warned them back in the nineties. They wouldn't listen. She's all right. She she's got a special pass in the hospital Shaking, now. They, it off. they just put her straight through to the front of she's the. She's got queue her own now. bloody wing. She got. I think she's got a loyalty card. Some Stamp it off. Yeah. yeah. It's like if you. If, if you, you get ten stamps, you get a wing named after you. If you get ten stamps, we knock you out, <laughs> so you don't have to go to all the trouble. I see. I do. I, I like the idea of a Summer Spellman wing. It's just got a nice sound to it. Say what you like summer about Spellman. the character. Yeah. I think that she is one of my favouritely named characters Yeah, she really ever is. on Coronation She's the Street. most fictionally named character on Coronation Street. Yeah, I know it sounds a bit like Sabrina Spellman from Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but I, I just love it. I think it's a fab name. Anyway, so um, she is then convinced to join a support group for eating disorders, which is where she meets fellow tragic sufferer Aaron Sanford. Although 
I think she doesn't know that he that he's got an eating disorder at first, or at least exactly what it is. I, I don't know. I can't remember what he was actually doing there, but it later is a massive surprise that he's also got um, bulimia <gasps> anyway. So they start seeing each other, much to Ardy's disappointment, because he's still he's still trying to get back into Summer's good books. Is Ardy? It's like she's she's having loads of storylines and episodes at the moment, and I'm kind of really languishing down here somewhere. So anyway. Aaron gets scared away when he finds out that Summer has bulimia. She gets mega depressed about this and starts neglecting her medication yet again. What? So we see more scenes of her squirting her insulin down the sink, having a bit of wibbly-wobbly-woozy camera work, fainting all over the place. Um, she makes see, mistakes in her exams. This is the sort of thing that is kind of frustrating about this character because you just know that if anyone else was doing this, she'd be lecturing them about the fact that, you know... You shouldn't do. You shouldn't waste insulin because there are people. It's kind of like it's kind of like not finishing your dinner. There are people in America who need insulin, yeah. and you're wasting it. Exactly. Um, anyway, so she 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 makes mistakes in her English exam. She's dizzy during her maths exam. But then when Aaron comes back on the scene and says, "Guess what, Summer? I've got bulimia too." She cheers right up. Good old Aaron, eh? Hooray! What a, what a stand-up awesome chap He's he is. He's cool. Mm. Um, so Ardy gives Summer some revision cards to help her prepare for her final exam. But um, sucks to be her, because when she um, when they get found on the floor next to her desk during the exam, and they're in Ardy's handwriting, she gets a bit guilty because he gets hauled away for cheating. And Summer's like, Ardy, oh, oh yeah, oh, I can't believe you would Why would you do a cheater? Have- uh, revision cut, but no, in the end she confesses it's her, and she decides I don't want to go to Oxford anymore. Did you know that Summer doesn't want to go to Oxford anymore? I did, yeah, back then yeah. it was a nice change. She does now, of course. She's... I mean, make, we're making fun of oh, her. Oh no, she wants obviously. to go to university, but she doesn't want to go to Oxford yeah. anymore, does she? We're making Handy fun of how she made programme. I'm going to Oxford and then I'm not going to Oxford into her entire personality, but I'm fairly sure, and I don't want to stereotype and I apologise if we've got any swatty listeners, that you would do this. If you're a teenager, you're going to Oxford or Cambridge, it's going to be your personality for the next five years at least it's you know hard work going there isn't it they they don't have their special entrance exams and everything for nothing I could have got in there I reckon I couldn't I I didn't have good enough grades but I could have been like let me in I've got a cockney grandma I can do your diversity I'm dead common I am I I had good enough grades but I would not have been able to pass the Oxford entrance exams I would have had I would have had good good enough grades because I challenged myself beyond my mental capacity I'm glad you didn't go to Oxford because then you wouldn't have met me I could have been smart Michael Mm. anyway I could have married someone rich Summer gets a job now she's quit education Now she's quit education, back to Wonderworld we'll again, where she gets a PA's job to try and fund <laughs> a holiday for her and Aaron. Preferably one where she doesn't have to wear anything skimpy, because she's going through, amongst everything else, um, body dysmorphia kind of issues again, at this time, isn't she? Just to be clear, we're not making fun of anybody who's experienced any of these things. It's just everything some, on top of each of, other for all summer. All the things all together at once. Yeah, some of these things are definitely would happen in a group. Mm. It makes sense. But it just didn't feel like... It was just misery, wasn't it? Something I wanted to watch. 
No, no. She she decides she wants to lose her virginity to Aaron, but then changes her mind because she doesn't want to undress in front of him. Apparently doesn't she... mind. He doesn't care about that. No. Um, Summer discovers... He takes your clothes off for you. Summer then discovers that she's not the only one that has a tragic backstory. It's like, what? Aaron does as well. What? His dad's a violent alcoholic. Oh. She's like, oh, my dad used to do heroin. They should have bonding session together. <laughs> Which dad? She also collapses again because they're about What's to that? head off on what holiday. Six? I've lost count. Has anyone, you know, drink when you hear summer having a having Take a, a shot? Yeah, every time you hear summer. Yeah, have a, we could call it a shot for the SWAT. Every time the summer collapses, down. Take a shot and it, by the end of this um by the end of this character profile, you too will faint. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they missed their flight on holiday. Oh. And she says, Right. I'm going to keep it quiet that you've been lying about your glucose levels. He says that you to her. keep it quiet that I've got a violent dad. Brilliant. Why? So, she sleeps with Aaron eventually. And after Ray. reading a letter by Drew many, many years before when it was written on her 18th birthday, she agrees to get a glucose monitor. Did we because read... she, wasn't, she wasn't too keen about that for a did while. Did we get did to she? read this letter? I yeah, don't think yeah, we yeah. did, did we? I, I thought we did. I think it was fairly dull, though. I think it was just saying. You're such a smart girl, you would never do something stupid. Dear Summer. I'm sure you'll live up to my lofty expectations of you because you're going all right so far. I have high hopes for you and I have prepared a series of alternative speech uh, letters depending on what you have achieved in your life. And she's reading down, down, down. It says, if you have failed to enter Oxford and are currently contemplating whether or not to get a glucose monitor, turn to page 872. Is that choose your own adventure? Yeah, and she turns to it and it's like, get one. <laughs> well, she does. and um, But what she doesn't get is the grades that she needs to get herself into Oxford. Oh, what a surprise! Oh. Because you got disqualified from one of her exams that she was caught cheating It is in. difficult to get uh, full marks when you've been yeah disqualified yeah now 2022 might have been wall-to-wall tragedy and misery and sadness for summer but there was a moment of levity kind of late summer early autumn time wasn't there where um aaron finds a little packet of cannabis that belonged to his dad and they decide to make some hash brownies and feed them to the bishop that was kind of fun oh no she's cool really again drugs i this family yeah. It was it was fun to watch, but oh. I was but even though Summer had, you know, dabbled with drugs before, I thought no, I don't think that she would do this. That like on the street there are plenty of characters that, you know, I'm sure if this was a real place, they they would dabble <laughs> in illegal drugs. Probably. But the only people who've like taken them over the past two years or three years are blimmin' Summer Spellman and Billy Wasson. Billy the Archdeacon. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they wouldn't melt, would it, those two? They think they're high, so high I think and everybody mighty. else just gets on with it quietly and Everyone doesn't make a like, fuss about it. Just do, just Billy's do. like, oh, i got to shoot up in church. Oh, Summer, and I hate you. like, I'm just going to do a bump in the toilet. <laughs> so Summer reveals. Next... I'm gonna next not, drama. You know, it could. It, I don't want to say tragedy about this because it could have been something beautiful. But she is up the duff by the end of 2022. Um, after only doing it one time with Aaron, um, miracle. She decides that she wants to get an abortion, which obviously not not doesn't go down well with uh, Billy. I actually like this because Billy was true to his beliefs, which I don't agree with. But at least the the show gave him the decency of maintaining some kind of although it was it was I, I don't want to be rude about um christians in general but 
does feel like the sort of thing where he's like, the only thing I'm really certain of is that you're not allowed to do this. Mm. Everything else I've done, like, you know, sex before marriage, doing drugs, killing people, <laughs> etc. that's all fine. But you aren't allowed to do what you want with your body. No. I'm very, very sure of that. I've read the Bible. Yeah. But anyway, um, so she says, well, okay, what else can I do then? He kind of introduces her at this point to Esther and Mike, doesn't he? The uh, Esther and Mike Hargrave. They want a baby. They'd love a baby. They can't have one themselves. He doesn't just introduce them to her in the hope that they will end up wanting to have her baby, but one thing leads to another. No, no, he doesn't do that yet. Before long, they are offering to buy the baby off of Summer and Billy is horrified once more at the the thought of such a thing. How much for the baby? <laughs> so Summer's... make your mind up, Billy. He's like, you're not allowed to get rid of it. You're not allowed to sell it. Well, what am I supposed to do with it then? Um, so those Keep summer, it, are those summer is given termination tablets to take. She decides instead to keep the baby and use the money from the Hargraves because they're given her what ten thousand pounds at yep. this point. They and more to come. Yeah, she takes she takes the money off of them. But she's also going to have the abortion anyway. But then she decides not to. So she's going to use their £10,000 baby muzzy to fund rehab for Aaron's dad. Because he's, he's going through a bit of his rough patch with all his alcoholism and, and general violent beating uppery. So Summer, Aaron, Jacob and Amy all move into Toya's old flat towards the end of last year. Can I just say Have a jolly good time thing? together. What? Like, we always make fun of characters and we talk in very flippant terms about about what they get up to and this is obviously no exception but this is probably one of the few character profiles where I felt quite guilty all the way through for making fun of all the stuff that's going on because this is like proper dark isn't it this is probably one of the darkest like consistently dark character storylines we've gone through yeah which again ironic for a character called Summer Mm. Um, so she, they're all living in this flat together and um, they're the only ones to know that she's still pregnant everyone else thinks that she's she's got rid of the baby um, but anyway they don't need to keep that secret for long because she has another tragedy and miscarries towards the end of the year but doesn't tell Mike and Esther this she's like yeah yeah I've still got a baby more money please That's then I will give you the baby Aaron's dad soon as it pops out failed his or he needs another needs another hit of rehab doesn't yeah. he she ends, so she says, time comes for a scan, and she gives a scan picture to Mike. And, and this was a time when Mike, <laughs> who had, had been fairly, you know, peaceable up to this moment. Well, he, he, he was he, sold to us as good Christian dad. Yeah, just kind be. of really enthusiastic and smiley. And he really happy, turns happy, on her rich. when he realises that this scan photo that she's wafted in front of him clearly isn't hers. It's been obtained off the internet. And um, he's like, he gets proper mad. So she's like, okay, right. Sorry about that. Whoops. Can't give you your money back because I ain't got it anymore. But I can be a surrogate from you. And this is when she's like, poor Aaron. I feel sorry for him at the time, I have to say. Maybe not as so much It's now. okay to feel sorry um, for bad people he, who've done He just bad kind of gets... His, his girlfriend is agreeing to sell her baby, then be a surrogate. He's got no choice in this whatsoever. No. And I know that, you know, that the man... It's her, it's her body after all. But he, it just felt for him like she was making all the decisions and he, he was like, I thought I had a yeah, different future with you. There's definitely like the point that it's her body and she can do what she wants with it. But let's not pretend it has no effect on other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so Summer, um, uh, 
I've lost. I've Someone's lost track. like, I'm, I think I can't. Don't, I don't know. know what I'm doing now. So I'm faint. Yeah, probably. Aaron finds out about this that she wants to be a surrogate. Tells Billy. So Summer does a runner. Lives in a hostel for a little bit. But then one day she shows up at the Hargreaves Hargraves house. Sorry, with a bit of money. And then oh Esther, god, yeah, she's like, I've come to pay you back. I've got a Christmas job. I've got a job. Christmas job working at the market selling pooty. Yeah, Esther Here's calls up Billy. 52. He comes and he collects like, her and so, brings her home. Yes, like, I don't want so, your I don't want your sweaty handful of money. Thank Billy you. Billy doesn't want to rock the boat between him and his surrogate daughter at this point, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, surrogacy. That sounds like a great idea." That wasn't in the Bible, but I don't see why it wouldn't be. He he pushes her into getting back with it Aaron in the hope the that he'll get her to drop the idea. In a way, wasn't it because of Rachel the handmaid? Yes, probably. So in yeah. The, 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 the guy was like, oh, we can't have a baby. So, well, no, the woman said, can't bail your children. Why don't you shag my handmaid? <coughs> oh, okay. Nice. And it was like, great. Good reference. 2023, Gemma, that brings us up to this year. We are nearly at the end of this. Tell us, what. remind us what has Summer been up to since then. Summer's like, oh no, I've discovered that the Hargraves are bankrupt. Not just financially, but morally as well. <laughs> <laughs> she does a bit of digging when Todd finds out that Mike has been secretly paying for another baby oh that's gosh. been his this whole time. He had with another woman and the whole thing turns out it was a big contrivance just so we could see the precinct. Yes. <laughs> it was all building up to the reveal of the playground of the precinct. She confronts Mike about it and he's like, uh-oh. <laughs> Summer, are you due a faint? And she says, actually, I feel one coming on. I haven't had a so faint we, for a little while, so you've so got a fainting room for me. He's like, like, yes, yeah, I have. We're putting one together right now. The it's nursery. in the middle of being decorated. The nursery slash Come fainting this way. room. Come upstairs. The, the fainting couch isn't in place, obviously, but you can just faint on this Yeah, Summer's like, I've, I've been fainting on the floor. I'm a old pro at floor fainting, honestly. I, I don't mind roughing it for tonight. Plonk. Um, so she's like, oh, how do I get out? And she sort of flutters against the window like a moth. And uh, fails to free herself. Um, she, another diabetic attack. Mike has to let her out to go to the hospital. Um, tries to. This the is Esther, Esther, Esther comes as well. Up, she's like, she? what she's are like, you what? doing? Yeah. Why, are you Why is there a dead girl on the because floor? Because at the beginning again? of the year, we were really unsure about you know who was the one pulling the strings here, who was the real evil one. Yeah, we, you were really I was. Convinced. I was convinced that Esther no. was the bad guy here, but no. it was Mike all along. No, she's just being demonised because she wants a baby, just like all the other mother, uh, childless women on Coronation Street. So, um... They go to the hospital. They're like, hey, this girl is called Philomena Sanchez. And uh, they're like, are you sure? How do you spell that? (laughs) Aggie's there, isn't she? And she's like, that's Summer. She alerts the dads. They come and rescue her. Mike gets revealed as a big cheating bum. And Esther leaves her. And Summer says... Summer says, I'm going to go to university. And she she even declares a meeting to announce this to everybody. Oh, yeah. No one's really that bothered. <laughs> she gets a conditional offer, offer from Manchester University. Just so she can stay in the programme. That's because that's where Amy is at the moment, isn't it? And then she finds out that Aaron's secretly been texting his ex-girlfriend, who also has an eating disorder. Aaron's obviously got a type. And <laughs> <laughs> he's sharing personal details with her and she gets really annoyed and she doesn't want him to do that so she breaks up with him but they get back together but not before 
Aaron and Amy get drunk and Aaron rapes Amy while she's unconscious and let's just write it down for everybody. Get a pen and piece of paper, write this down, cannot consent while you're unconscious. Some people still don't seem to get that You've bit. been having fun on Twitter the last couple of days with that, haven't you? Summer eventually finds out what he's done and he she try, he tries to tell her that, no, 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 it was all big on mis- misunderstanding. We were both drunk. She sides with Amy and believes Amy's um, truth that she was raped. I'll really give her credit for this because she is a good friend. Yeah, but I'm still wondering at the moment. Like, I don't know what's going to We're still early on this. in this story. And I, I agree wonder with whether you. she's going to go back to Aaron and, and, and then for, I think you, his lies. I think you forget, Michael, that Summer went to Weatherfield High consent classes. Oh yes, that's true. So she knows all about it. Yes, she does. Yeah. yeah. So that is that is where we're up to now with Summer. Um, and I think I think the time has come for us to just have <laughs> have a bit of a chat about her because we've been putting our opinions in as we go. It's been hard to stay um, completely opinionless throughout this. It's but. not Summer that's the problem. It's the, some of the stories that she's been given mm. and her seeming lack of agency. How do you mean? Well, she's like, oh, I fainted again. Oh, I fainted again. Oh. She just feels like a victim of circumstance, even when she's the one that's driving a lot of this stuff. She's a victim of the fact that, at the moment, Coronation Street producers just like to throw tragedy upon tragedy upon a- any particular character. Usually, you know, a, a popular-ish, beautiful female character will just have drama after drama thrown but upon I them, feel won't they? Like... And, and then until people get sick of them and then they're like, right, better move on. Like we ha- it, Before summer, it was Abby. And now I'm worrying that we're going to get there with Daisy. I feel as though it's happened the opposite way around with summer where they've decided that they're going to make her popular by giving her these stories and it doesn't work that way at all. And even some popular characters can get actually in danger of becoming oversaturated and becoming unpopular because of all the misery that gets heaped on them. Mm. Coronation Street loves throwing misery at at women, like you say, because they're popular. But Summer wasn't ever popular enough for this to... No, that's that's the problem, I think. Tug on the heartstrings. E- and they try even, to generate it, but it doesn't work that way around. Even when Abby was going through all of her dramas, there was still you know, a fairly vocal section of of Abbey supporters we were among them who were like no it's fine I'm seeing great performances here I still support Abbey all the way and everything and and people were some people were getting sick of her but it doesn't seem like in the same way as Summer I wonder whether would the stories have worked better if it had been someone else playing them because I'm still can't shake the fact that this is supposed to be this is supposed to be a smart girl and just some of the things that they make her do are just really, really stupid decisions. I know, but and no, I'm shouting at... I, I shouldn't stupid, be shouting at the TV saying, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. I know, that. but people, so many some people times. are stupid. But she's not supposed to be stupid. I know, but, yeah, okay. And, like, I would, like, say it's Asher, for example. So... I'm just kind of imagining an alternate reality here where everything that Summer's been through was Asher. Would people like that more? Because she was, you know, when when was it? It was probably during Summer's dry spell. Asher was, you know, the up-and-coming young teen actress on Coronation Street, wasn't she? When she had the, the skin lightening um, story and everything. Yeah. And, and people thought she was brilliant. Nobody, I don't think, was saying too much Asher because the stories that she was on were, were over and done with 
some might say, far too soon. So I wonder, you know, has Asher been spared these stories? Or what about Kelly, even? I think there were some rumours going around last year that before Millie Gibson left, some of the things that Summer has gone through were destined for Kelly, possibly. Would it have been better if it had been her? Would we have believed? I don't know. You know, seeing Kelly getting trapped up in Mike's nursery... It would have given Summer a breather and it, it it almost feels like I can believe that, that they were going to give her a bit of a time off, if you like, but then and then Kelly left and it's like, well, who should we get to do these stories now? Well, you know, let's give them to Summer because... Why not? Why not? One thing I want to say about Summer and her issues storylines is that I don't know if they have been beneficial for people because I remember reading some comments from people um, who already had diabetes saying this is quite hard to watch and other people I, I saw somebody commenting and saying I've just been told I've got I've got diabetes and I'm watching summer storyline and I'm terrified I'm really scared because I, I think this is going to be terrible and I don't know how I'm going to cope with it she, yeah. and, and you know I've defended Coronation Street before where they've done storylines from a slightly different perspective um you can't you can't support everybody in every storyline. So, you know, Sinead's storyline, for example, if you're if you're you know, if you've got cancer and you're watching this, you're not thinking, I'm really great, I'm glad I'm being represented on Coronation Street. No, you're watching somebody die who's got what you've got and you're scared to death that it's gonna be you next, yeah? Mm. But if you're watching it and you're somebody who's in the position of Daniel, then you get a bit more comfort from it, maybe. And you feel, I can see myself reflected there. I can see he's struggling, but, yeah. you know, he's going to come through it and so will I. And um, even even when characters go through difficult patches, sometimes it is just rewarding or it helps you to see yourself reflected, your experiences reflected. It feels like somebody acknowledges acknowledges your struggle, even. that's That's sometimes enough for you to get get something positive out of it. But I don't think that Summer's issue storylines ever really felt like they were of benefit. I don't think anyone watching Summer faint like how many times, eight, nine times throughout her storyline is going to go, oh, I see. Yeah, that's all right then. No, yeah. I and think I know that, that I know was... that we spoke about, about um, eating disorders and about the link with diabetes and stuff, but I don't even think that... That because it's di- diabolemia, isn't yeah. it? That's the... We learned about that, and that's obviously a, a big problem. But have have Summer and Aaron conquered those issues in a sort of uplifting or educational way? No, it kind of feels like Coronation Street forgot they had it. Mm. All that happened was Summer had a load more other problems that suddenly became more important than the fact that she was... She had uh, an eating disorder and, and diabetes and she kind of forgot about that other stuff. Well, she got her insulin monitor and that kind of solved that problem yeah, temporarily, it kind of did, didn't it? And but now it she's didn't... pregnant and then now her boyfriend's a rapist. But it's that just got caught much. up in so much other stuff that I never felt like, oh, this is the moment of triumph for everybody who's been watching it, who's got diabetes and like Summer, who's watched her struggle. This is your moment, everybody. Look, look at what can happen. Look at... Look at the way that science could help you. Yeah, the Look closest that we got was coming, her... Overcoming her problems. The closest no. we got to that is that party where she was announcing she was going back to university. Yeah, that no was her brief, brief moment of happiness before the, the tragedy that was still to come. I just feel really bad for Harriet Bibby because I mean, from what we, we've heard about her as a person, she's a really kind of lively, vivacious, kind 
um, you know, f- f- full of the joys of spring kind of girl. And I don't know, but it just the, this this character has has sucked the life out of her. But it, it no, does make you can't say that. But yeah, it's, she sucks the life out of the show. She it makes the character me, does. It, yeah, sorry, I, I said wrong. Um, but it, it does make me wonder, like. Would I prefer this more if it was Matilda Freeman? Would would the story have I been don't done? Think would it have been better? Have would this. I? I don't think there's anybody who could have. I know what you're saying. Because you're I... saying, is it the character or is it the, it's the situation? Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying it's like the the worst case scenario of both of these things together. Partly, I'm thinking as well. Is it something to do with the age? And if I I could I honestly could almost see the old summer doing some of these things because she's kind of so naive and, and young and out of touch with anything that she's not reading in a book, she might make mistakes like this. But New Summer, with her, with her, her, her pigtails and her dungarees and everything, it just feels like she's older and wiser, even though the character isn't. She just comes across as being older and more mature. And I'm thinking, no, you, you shouldn't be making these mistakes. No, if you think about, to me... Old Summer felt a bit like a, an older female version of Sam. Naive, sweet, um, quiet, reserved, you know, a watcher rather than a than a doer. Mm. And you can imagine, imagine if Sam was a girl right. and had diabetes. Yeah. You can imagine some of these things happening and you would feel really bad about it mm. but but some something about this conflation of different character traits and storylines and circumstances just feels like they threw everything they had and nothing stuck i do worry about you know sometimes about what's going to happen with sam and are they going to yeah, be piling issues onto him because he is mega popular i know isn't he and you know he but the difference is that he's already popular Mm. So people naturally have sympathy with him. I was wondering whether, you know, once once he grows up, could Sam and Summer maybe make a couple? Because, and, and, and it feels weird at the moment because he's, what, 12, 13, I can't remember. He doesn't, again, like original Summer, he doesn't look as old. No, he, as he he's is. very baby-faced and, and, and Harriet Bibby's Summer obviously looks a lot older. But character-wise, there's only seven years between them. That's so I'm, perfectly I'm gonna... decent age... I think that realistically, they, you know, who knows what Sam's going to be like when he's a grown up, but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that's the least likely thing to happen. No, it's not, and I, but I don't imagine it would be if Sam was still played by the same actor. But I don't know. Mm. But if they wanted to take Summer more back to her roots, um, because sticking to her with with Aaron or or even Ardy, I'm not feeling what made Summer so unique, and 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 that's. That's the thing. I loved the uniqueness of the original Summer. And it well, just feels now Well, she was very detached she... in a quirky sort of way. Yeah. Which we thought was funny and, and good. Yeah. But I want to um, say that the, the most successful head swaps are when the actors who take over the role don't really concern themselves too much with trying to replicate what has happened with the character before. So, you know, Gareth Pierce, who took over Todd, he watched... Um, Bruno Langley's performances to see to see what Todd was like before he auditioned I think mm. and then once he once he got the part he just erased that from his mind and now I play Todd this is my character and he didn't try to 
to capture any of the old Todd. He just did what he thought was right for for his character as he saw saw it. And I'm gonna say I don't know how what what um Ben Price's methodology was, but I can't say that I think he based it <laughs> off of um, Adam Rickett's Adam Rickett. floppy head goofiness. So I, I don't know whether Summer's been hampered slightly with this kind of attachment to the way that old Summer was, because I'd much rather Summer was more like the the way that I feel. Harriet Bibby portrays herself on social media, you know, fun and cool. And, and I don't know whether the, the Cory people, are, bosses are like, well, we, we can't have everybody being the fun teen. Mm. But I, I would say that there's, 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 I just don't think that there's a need for Summer to be this miserable. <laughs> I, I want to see some happiness and it's not going to be happening anytime soon with the Aaron story. If, if she's, I mean, we're not going to see a Summer and Sam relationship striking up anytime soon. So. Summer and <laughs> Sam. Um, I think, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Ardy, if they had him there waiting in the wings to sweep her up and rescue her. I just want, I just would like... Because he's a nice a guy, he's a breathing, really nice guy. Breathing space for Summer to just regroup and to kind of shed this this um baggage she's she's picked up and she doesn't need to have all these issues storylines she could just be a fun teen i think it'd be useful for her to get away from the three gay dads as well to be honest i think that part of the issue with her is the company that she keeps i'm gonna say there's not a lot of happiness to be found in the in that world coming up no well with Paul's um, with Paul's mystery hand problems at the moment that's going to be more sadness and drama and and and, yeah misery for the rest of the year I mean it's going to be and also I'm going to say too Billy's Billy's sort of turned from a a cool kind of fun interesting gentle slightly funny guy into a bit of a misery hound himself well, he just gets, yeah, he's just there wringing his hands with panic all the time is my my current impression of Billy. And, yeah. uh, and I think, yeah, when she moved into the flat with Amy and Aaron and Jacob for a bit, that felt like it was a bit of a fresh start for Summer. Mm-hmm. But now she's just boomeranged her way back above the florist shop again. And she she needs to cut the apron strings, doesn't she? She does a little bit. She's, she's she's 18 now, and I know that's still young and everything, but that is when lots of people do, you know, move on to university I'm not and gonna everything. Criticize and if anybody, anybody could do, she could in do. In real life, for spending however long they want living with their parents, doing what, for whatever reason, I genuinely don't care. But in in a soap, um, it feels like a really good way of of giving a character a new opportunity to become yeah. slightly more interesting. And, and to change her personality a little bit. And they haven't taken it because Summer's going to be going to Manchester University. And obviously that's because they want to keep the character in the show. Hmm. I wonder whether it would... I wonder whether introducing Geraldine Spellman back again might help us to champion Summer more. What because about, no, she I... would be... I know it would be an extra tragedy because her grandma's such a raging bitch. But I don't know, it might be... You know, we might go, yeah, you, you, you show her, you so, tell her, Summer. So, yeah, but, I mean... It depends how Summer reacted to her, though, wouldn't it? Um, bring, bring in, bring in Granny Drew's mum's name, mm. you know? Bring in a Granny something else. But I really like Granny Spellman. <laughs> as yeah, in, I a, in a love to hate it kind of way. Yeah, I know, but she's not going to help Summer get over being miserable, is she? I, I would love, I would love, like, I don't know, think of a name. 
Granny Smith. <laughs> Granny Smith. <laughs> Bringing Granny Smith, right? Who who suddenly connects Summer to a different part of her her background. You know, hey, we're the Smiths. We're really fun and cool. We're we're funky and we do different things and we like partying and we like going on holidays and having fun and etc. Instead of just oh yeah, well I'm Granny Spell and I'm miserable. I'm Billy. I'm miserable. I'm Drew's ex boyfriend. I'm run off. I do you do- not think that it might like Summers? Where's Summers? Where's Summers? Um, her who, who's she looking up to? Who's she looking up to? Going oh this is how I am. This is what my family's like. This is who I am as a person. All the people that she's surrounded with are miserable, relentlessly miserable, apart from Todd, who's like a criminal. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? See, like, Amy's not so models? much. I quite like Amy and Summer's relationship yeah, but and Summer's, friendship. She's, she's not a role model, is she? She's her peer. Mm. If you look at her role models, it's no wonder Summer's a miserable cow. Well, everybody's on Coronation Street, isn't it? They're not really. Like I mean, think about Abby. She's gone through, through so much, but she's still fun. Mm. Well, maybe when she when she's not changing nappies. <laughs> well, it seems like at the moment Abby's going to be um, on Aaron's side in this whole uh, rape story. I'm interested but maybe to it... see what happens with Summer in this storyline. But again, I don't see much of a chance for Sunshine. Mm. Yeah, for this summer. Do you do you expect the character of Summer to stay in Curry for yeah. a long time? I think she can stay as long as Harriet Bibby's um, happy to play the part. I think if she decides to leave, I don't know why I would. If I was in charge of Curry, I don't know why I would recast her i i just got a feeling in my bones that that harriet might decide i know but you're putting a lot of i need to move on you're you're putting a lot of things onto this person you don't know at all no no i I don't know i no not in the slightest but if this was the material that i was being given and i thought no i i can do more than this i I might, I might I think try the and char- take the, the lead. character just feels like a sort of person who, as long as Billy's in the show, and the thing about her too is that she's actually got quite a lot of roots in the show. She's got, like you said, she's made her made relationships with lots of people. Hmm. Um, there's there's no reason why if Billy left, she couldn't stay for various reasons. But I just, sorry, I know the thing <laughs> is that Summer's got some really, really, she's got fans. Some people really like her. Yeah, lots of teens do identify with her. I and mean, it's not just teens that like her, but from what I gather from people that are, you know, summer supporters, a lot of them are, are like her. And, and, you know, God, I wouldn't want to be a teenager. I wouldn't want to be 17 or 18 again, going through the sort of stuff that summer has to go through. It seems like a nightmare. It's challenging. And I don't know, all the expectations yeah. that are put on you, especially if you're raised all this time to believe, well, you're the clever one. Of course you're going to go to Oxford. Of course you're going to get a good job. And, you know, it's 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 horrible. Um, it's not it's not hard to see how she's ended up with so much pressure and and sort of failing to live up to expectations. It's just not fun necessarily to watch. Yeah. So I think... I think we're kind of, kind of getting close to calling it a day now. I, But, you know, I think Summer is a victim of... Yes, full stop. <laughs> Alma is so jealous. She's a victim of plot-driven stories because I don't uh, really think that any point anybody, and maybe I'm wrong, sat down and went, oh, no, this doesn't make sense for Summer to, to do it like this. I think they went, yeah, 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 that, that could have happened to Summer. That could happen. But I don't feel like it was driven by her personality at any point. No. 
No, I, I But then I get again, once they recast her, I don't think that they really knew what her personality was. No, she was almost blank slate again, yeah. wasn't she? And, and they, they decided that the victim is it. Doodled all over it. Yeah. Well, oh, you're, you're still here, Summer's Robot. We haven't forgotten about you. Okay, so. Um, yeah, apologies mm. that this wasn't a really positive one, but I really want Summer to rally, and I want. I really, really do. I, I think if she. I think this storyline might help her to, to sort of get back on the good side of the of viewers who understand what rape is because apparently some of them don't um so that so maybe there's that but really what i wanted to do is go guys i'm going to university for three years and then come back and be like oh i, I think i've forgotten i was a miserable cow <laughs> <laughs> oh well we will just have to see won't we i, I i'm not convinced that she's going to be a long-term character but who knows? Who knows? And and honestly, for people that are saying there's too much summer at the moment, just don't forget. So many characters have had that said about them. A time will come yeah. when there is going to be more summer droughts again or it will just feel like it's a little less relentless for her. And, and somebody else will be will be moaned about because they're in it too much. They'll be like, oh, God, I can't believe there's so much Rita. Bloody Rita, she's in every episode these days. Why can't they give it a rest? But it's it's it's. I tough, wish I yeah. It's turned into summer. Yeah, sorry, sorry, summer fans. I know you know that people don't like her, and it must be difficult to listen to um, more criticism because you you obviously feel like she doesn't deserve it. Um, if you've got any nice summer stories or or reasons why you enjoy watching her, please do write in. Mm. We'll read out some of them, maybe if, if we get any. <laughs> uh, but that's I your just, challenge if you're if you're a summer fan. I just, it, just just so many of our problems are of our own making. I think that's the the big problem that I got with her. Really, it's that she doesn't like, learn as well. She, she doesn't learn. No. She's she's been on a fainting jag for two years now. And then, you know, she stops doing one silly thing and now it's like, oh, I'm going to sell my baby to these strangers. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, yeah, she's the ultimate people pleaser, isn't she? And people, pe- people do make mistakes, don't they? But They're usually I, more entertaining. <laughs> I think, I think with that, um, we will, we will leave it. Any, any final words about Summer, um, Gemma? No. No? Summer's Robot? Anything that you want to, you want to say? Um, uh, <laughs> no, I, th- I think Summer's Robot's given up for now. Um, I haven't got anything else to say. I'm kind of feeling this is a bit of a downer, but it had to be done. And, you know, maybe... Oh, no, I deflated. I do a little bit as well. Maybe, you know, yeah, McLeod will listen to this and go, oh, yeah. Maybe they'll go, no, they, no, they just don't get it. Let me do it some more so that you get it. <laughs> right. Summer's sad. I think we will end we're done, it we're done. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, we will be back next week with more podcasting goodness. But um, until now, goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And goodbye from Summer's Robot. The music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com. <laughs>